0: What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Respect the Game. Uh, My name is Edward, named after a trilogy. That being my pop, shout out to my mother and my grandmother for helping raise me too. Make sure you go follow at Stats for all your up-to-date high school pro and collegiate sports coverage. We are not at full strength, but nonetheless, we will hold it down in absence of our brother, Sean Hart Izzo, and our brother, Black Peace. Make sure you go follow them. Um, But yeah, it's me. And I am sedatious. Talk to the people, dog. Good
1: afternoon, good evening, good morning, depending on where you are in the world. This is I the one and only Sedacious Xavier Miles himself. And on behalf of my brother that's here, my two brothers that are not, I just want to say thank y'all for rocking with us after all these years. We really appreciate it. Season three. Let's go. I'm excited. Oh, how about them cowboys? Take it away, bro. <laughs>
0: Yes, indeedy. Before we uh, get to the Cowboys, uh, obviously the news that is all across the universe right now, Aaron Rodgers torn Achilles, four plays into Monday night football. And yeah, it looks like a wrap for the New York Jets. Um, Again, Aaron Rodgers was only four four plays into the opening drive before he, uh, unfortunately, tore his Achilles. With that, in came Zach Wilson, and you would think, okay, hey, the game isn't on the line. It's still early. You can find a way to win this game. Maybe you may not struggle. Hey, maybe we may see Zach Wilson turn over a new leaf going up against the Buffalo Bills compared to how he looked last year. Um, And Zach Wilson didn't necessarily play great. However, you could argue that he didn't have to considering how of a – not so great performance josh allen had right so going to a zach wilson zach wilson threw 14 to 21 for 140 yards with one touchdown and one interception gary wilson who is the premier excuse me who is the premier wide receiver for the team had five targets for 34 receiving yards and he caught the one touchdown pass that Zach Wilson threw, which one could argue that wasn't a pass that Zach Wilson threw, could have easily been an interception. But when there's a will, there's a way. Garrett yeah, Wilson made it a look, made it out to be an incredible catch. Um, so yes, yeah, Sedacious, what would you like to go first in terms of do we try to unpack this game and what the Buffalo Bills did or did not do? Because if mm-hmm. if this was if this were <laughs> two, if this were two prolific quarterbacks, right? We say, hey, Justin Herbert, or we say Josh Allen. He just lost to Patrick Mahomes. If it, we would say, if this is the NFC East, we would say um, Dak Prescott lost to Jalen Hurts, right? And so, <laughs> so if, if, if we're keeping that same, we're keeping that same energy, so to speak. We would if this if Aaron Rodgers played out that full game, we would say, hey, Josh Allen lost to Aaron Rodgers. Right. In this circumstance, do we say, yo, Josh Allen lost to Zach Wilson last night?
1: Yes, we say that because if it was Dak, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. You know what I mean? Now, I'm only defending Dak right now because There's been an ongoing thing between us, members of the podcast, with this Dak Prescott and Josh Allen, right? And I always tell the truth. Even though it'll come out years later, I'm always telling the truth because I know what I'm talking about. It just so happened that you had to compare my quarterback with this quarterback. At that moment in time, I'm sorry, even still now today, even still now today, I feel like Josh Allen is a tad bit better quarterback than Dak Prescott. That so I didn't lie when I said that. But I also wasn't lying when I said Josh Allen ain't it neither. He ain't it either, bro. And when you blanket what has been covering him up, when you like pretty much take his blanket away and Stefan Diggs by blanketing Stefan Diggs,
0: you see what you see, bro. But they don't have out. that same defense that they had. But to uh, cut you off real quick, to talking about Josh Allen have a bl- having a blanket. If you take the blanket away, the blanket was wasn't taken away yesterday. As Stephon Diggs has ten receptions for 102 yards, thirteen targets, and one touchdown. The target still wasn't taken away from him, and Josh Allen still showed up and did not play great with three interceptions. I just wanted to add that into you know to your uh to your rebuttal to your and, statement. And to me, to me, I say defenses
1: have found out, okay, Stephon Diggs does provide something to Josh Allen, but we ain't got to double him like we thought we did. What we got to do now is just play sound defense, all-around defense, instead of trying to take Stephon out the game. No, let him him get off. Let him do his thing because I don't want to have two players utilizing all their energy and agility – on keeping him locked down when if we just cover the defense on all bases, Josh Allen will fall and say what you want to say, bro. I mean, again, also credit, credit to the jets, credit to the jets because their defense has gotten exceptionally better this year. So at the same time, you can't be like, Josh Allen is falling off a cliff. You can't say that because one is week one. And everybody's always hyped and ready to go week one. Always, everybody is their best week one. It's the footage that we see from week one going into the rest of the weeks that you really got to pay attention to. So, But, yes, bro, I'm not saying that Josh Allen sucks. I'm saying he had a bad game, and I'm saying he ain't all elite how they tried to make him out. Like, they tried to put him up there with Patrick and Joe and – And Justin, and I just don't see him in that same category. I don't, I don't, I just don't. Just me, personally. Now I understand how he can't be middle of the pack because he might be just a little bit better than a middle of the pack quarterback like Dak Prescott. But let's not give him this elite status, bro. Right? Because Patrick Mahomes ain't losing to Zach Wilson.
0: He ain't. You mute, bro. I'll re-preference the question or just re the question because I know our brother, Black Peace, who just joined us, didn't hear. I was basically saying the conversation between me and Sedacious Darnell was, hey, if this was another premier quarterback, we would say X quarterback lost to Y quarterback. Considering the circumstances of last night, do do we keep the same energy in saying Josh Allen lost to Zach Wilson last night?
2: um i believe not um i believe i believe josh josh allen lost to the defense in general that's that's what i think happened i don't think it wasn't um a uh zach wilson wasn't necessarily in the uh, equation i feel like he gets a lot of scrutiny even though he's played in that system for so long like give, give him a little bit of credit he played for the system so long you're gonna you're gonna get gradually better just at a slower pace Um, so I really have to had nothing to do with that battle. I think it was just him versus that elite, uh, secondary. And I think it, I don't think it exposed him. I just seen a lot of frustration in a lot of the passes. I seen a lot of, uh, Gabe getting locked up to where he felt forced to to throw it to digs, even though he felt like it wasn't the best thing to do. So I just felt like it was a lot of just frustration dealing with a strong secondary more than anything else. I still believe that, uh, Josh Allen is, in my opinion, an elite quarterback. I just, like I said, you play against one of the, be- you play one of the best defenses, man. Like, what do you expect? Um, you know, you do have Sauce Gardner, who, you know, digs did give the business to or at least gave a, a, a nice work for. Her. But, um, and, and also you do have the, the one guy in the secondary who got three picks by himself. So, like I said, I think it was just an elite um, secondary he was up against. And I feel like next week he uh, should show – a lot better. Who's he playing against next week?
0: Uh, I don't know, I'll look it up. But before we get to that, since the playoff game against the Chiefs, Josh Allen has played in 19 games and has a total of 39 turnovers between picks and uh, fumbles.
2: That sounds that sounds like a player that feels like he has a lot he, a lot of light on his shoulders and he's forcing a lot of things and he feels like he has to be the one responsible for making things happen and that's not fair I feel like yeah you're the quarterback you're the leader but for you to have all this stuff happening just like Dak Prescott like you know hate him or love him it's like he's always putting himself in these dangerous situations to where it's like now people are going to say you suck because you can't take that option anymore you can't run no more so you're forced to pass the ball a little bit more and now you're you know, you're forced to be in these positions of interception, interception, interception. Same thing with Josh Allen. So even though, you know, even though these teams that are creating these schemes to stop your right uh, receiver core, you're forced to run it more. Since they know you run, they know like, hey, man, you're a quarterback at the end of the day. That ball is going to be loose. So therefore, there goes the fumbles. They go, you know, that, that that amount. Like I said, it, it, he's he's one-dimensional to a certain extent. Like, you know what's going to happen but it's all about him executing. And sometimes it's the defense is just a little too much. And I feel like it's, it's all about the the players stepping up. I read in a uh, scouting report about Gabe, uh, that he was injured last year a lot. And I expected him to really show up this game. And a lot of people counted him out and the people were right. They, he, you know, he got locked up and I feel like I put a little blame on him. I put a little blame on uh, the slot receivers. I feel, I, I put a lot of blame on everybody else, man. Like, I feel like, the guy has proven he can be a great quarterback. You know, why isn't nobody else stepping up? Him and Diggs can't be it. Just not them two alone. You need an Edelman. You need a uh, a Wilker. You need a player that's going to come up and just say, hey, man, he goes a little bit of relief off of y'all. Just like just like with Kansas City. They have Tyreek Hill. They have, um, you know, they have uh, Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey with a combination of Decent core, like they need something to work for them other than just Diggs and Allen. So, like I
0: said, I, I think uh, speaking specifically to what you said, I think I'm starting to lean towards the fact that Josh Allen may be showing that he's not who everybody thought he was, in the sense, in the sense of. You have these great moments, right? You have these great moments of like, "Yo, he could be the one. He could do it. I, yo, that game. He could take us to the promised land." But there's always that. All there always seems to be a, a drop off of inconsistency out of nowhere, and you're just like. Yo, wait a minute. Is this the same guy that we said was supposed to supposed to like be the Super Bowl favorite, be the MVP favorite, supposed to win the Super Bowl, supposed to lead his team to the Super Bowl? Like, um, and I say that in the sense of like, I hear you saying, Darnell, hey, you need your Edelman, you need your song and so forth. But when Tyreek Hill left Patrick Mahomes, the hoobla was like, oh, he's he's done or like, yo, we, we doubt if he could really do it without Patrick Mahomes. I mean, without Tyreek Hill. And then when he proved that he could, oh, well, he got Kelsey. It's, it's, it's because of Kelsey. He got, it's, it's it's because of Kelsey. And I say, I say that to say, if you are the elite of the elite, all you really need is that one good quarter. I am mean, that one good receiver. And then your accuracy and your ability to throw the ball and maybe your, your uh, connection with your offensive coordinator can get everybody else involved. I, I, I'm not saying – I know it's an unfair comparison to try to compare the two in terms of Josh Allen and Tom Brady. But what made Tom Brady great was because – and LeBron James, if we're talking about the leaders, that we feel like, yo, that guy bagging groceries, can you run? You capable? Okay, your limbs – come on. You know what I'm saying? And so – from what I hear, you're saying it's just like Josh Allen needs more and needs more and needs more. he's needs more. It's just like, all right, we got you a top five receiver, wide receiver, uh, give or take. You know, the defense. The defense isn't subpar. The defense is respectable. And so it's just like, at what point is it going to be? He didn't get the job done. Versus, oh, he needs to get this. Now he needs to get that. It's just like, like if you're great, if you're really elite. Like you make do with what you got to a degree, and I feel like he should have enough, arguably. I don't think he has enough
2: because when he's had enough, you've seen the numbers. He just got outbeat. He's never really pooped the bed. Look at the, when he had uh, what's that uh guy who got who came from Dallas, the receiver that came from Dallas. When he had him on his team, oh, Beasley. Like, he had Beasley <laughs> on the team, and he had like I think somebody else. Like he was, he just got outbeat by Mahomes in the playoffs. If I'm not mistaken, it wasn't about him sucking or not being the the quarterback. It's just like no, he had a complete team. He's not that quarterback. He's an elite quarterback, but he's not the elite. Uh, the elite. He's not. It's just like the somewhat of the comparison of Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. They're two different animals. Like he's great within a system with a great team. Patrick Mahomes is great by himself. He's so, player okay. Run, so. Like you said.
0: That, that 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 would send us down a rabbit hole of like if you're are you really great if it takes a system for you to flourish it,
2: it works for different people different strokes for different folks sometimes you need stars sometimes it's just you sometimes you need a right system and then sometimes you can carry it on your back and no matter what and then we see it in every every team sport you know what i'm saying like baseball basketball football it could be that one player to carry the whole team and everybody just 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 good enough to hang in there and then there's teams where it's like yeah you got that one good guy but you know dang well he goes out that team's gonna carry him like somebody like they're gonna be able to like make it work you know what i'm saying like that's that's the thing that uh the bills are often getting confused with like i said check the stats when they have a healthy good all-around roster like they're dominant but when, like, this year, like I said, Gabe, and then I don't know what's up with Gabe, man. Like, I really expected him to, like, step up, knowing the attention's on Diggs, and Diggs is going to do Digs. I need you to get five receptions. I need for you to um, get a, uh, 50 yards. That's not even that much for a receiver. Yeah. But, you know, these are the things I'm expecting from you to do to let up the – to open it up. But if they know, okay, Diggs going to just like just like uh, Sedation said, when – um. You you know Diggs is going to do whatever he wants. You're going to let that happen. You got to figure out a way to, like, be effective as well. All right, they giving you Diggs? Right, I got to make at least six good plays. Like, come on, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I don't think he's no Patrick Mahomes. I <laughs> Patrick Mahomes got rings, plural. But, you know, like, come on, man. Like, this is the guy you need to give receivers to. And see what happens. And and he's like you said, he got out, he got did by Patrick Mahomes, for Christ's sakes. Like that's how I'm looking at it.
1: So Miko Hartman is not over there. He's with the Jets. He was the Jets. Oh, okay. He's with the Jets. So what's his receiving? Call? Uh Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis. That's it. Because mm-hmm. I, I I feel like besides Beasley
0: and Knox. there's, there's Knox. Not- I will give him Knox.
1: Right, that's the tight end. So besides
0: and Kincaid Kink Kincaid, I believe. Yes, but he yeah, yeah. so you got you got Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, Deontay Hardy, Dawson Knox. That's the starting receiving core. Diggs, yeah, I mean, Gabe Davis, Deontay Hardy, Dawson Knox. I guess I guess what? So Gabe Davis had two like catches for 34 yards yesterday.
2: Not enough. It was four quarters in the game, brother. So, so,
0: so, so
1: is it because – so, did he have drops? Because it had, if he didn't have drops, then why is he only having the ball thrown to him two times?
0: Yeah, he only right? had – he four. had four targets. So, he got targeted four times, had two catches for 32 yards. So, you mind yeah, you, man. and mind you, Diggs had 13 targets. No, everybody else after Diggs, after Diggs with 13 targets, the highest amount of targets anybody else on the team received was six, and that was wow. James Cook, who's the running back. So that was just d- dink and dunk. <laughs> Come so you you dump. Know know off. You know what I'm saying? You just dumping it off, but outside of that, the the, the most targets after that six to the running back is four. Gabe Davis, Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox uh, all had four. Deontay Hardy, four. Um, and you have Josh Allen, who threw the ball 41 times. He won 29 for uh, 41, 236 yards, one touchdown to Stephon Diggs with those three interceptions. But again, he's 29 for 41. It's, it's,
1: that's how it's sounding, man. And I hate to say this, it's sounding like with Dak Prescott and Josh Allen, we are at this point comparing game managers. We're comparing two guys who all you all your skill set is, is taking what the defense gives you, right? Dak Prescott did a really good job of that Sunday. I don't feel like Josh Allen did a good job of that. I feel like Josh Allen bought into the Josh Allen hype and was like, I'm Josh Allen. <laughs> and one nigga picked you off three times, bro. And I get it. Everybody's like, oh, Dak said he's not going to throw 10 interceptions. Right. And I'm like, hey, let's just stop talking about that. Can we talk about how week one started? This is three in one day. Can we talk about that? Because who do you blame that on? Who do you blame that on is my question. Frustration Um, from not having open receivers. Obviously, if you throw it to the same
2: person, because something about that would at least made you say, like, let me stop throwing the ball in his vicinity. You're so frustrated. You're like, man, I don't care, dude. Like, by the time that – after that first – after that second one, that third one came off a of constellation, like, I'm over it. Like, you know, nobody's getting open. Well, here you go. I don't want to get hit again. I don't want to run out of bounds. I'm tired of throwing it away, messing up my completion. I might as well make it an interception or force it in there. These players do get frustrated. They are human. Making a yeah. uh, like, like I said, that like Dak Prescott has that exact same issue where he just feels like, hey man, like I gotta put it in my hands if I ain't gonna get
0: open. Uh, nah, he sucks. The turn, <laughs> turning <laughs> over, uh, turning over to the, the Jets side of the ball, Aaron Rodgers out for the season, torn Achilles, um, at 40, 41 years old. Is this the end for Aaron Rodgers' career? I think it should be.
1: This whole Jets debacle was a reach. I really do. I think. And I heard somebody say, he's just trying to do what Brett Favre was not able to. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know why Brett Favre wasn't able to do it. Father Tom was like, hey. You know what I mean? Same thing, Aaron Rodgers. You ain't, you ain't prone. You ain't too good to what Father Tom won't come and defeat you as well, bro. Yeah. Kobe Ann, came back. Kobe came back.
0: And that's Kobe. You Aaron Rodgers, brother. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is 39. Kobe, I believe, came back off the Achilles 34, 35. So we're talking about Father Time like hitting you with a mean uppercut, right? Um Donnell, you do you is this the end for Aaron Rodgers? Do you foresee him coming back?
2: This is the Green Bay curse, bro. You leave Green Bay, you get hurt when the next team you go to. Period. Some reason. And this is it. Some reason in Jets uniform, that's that's the one that gets you. So uh, this is it. Uh, it's been wonderful, uh, Aaron. Uh, I was hoping I was hoping that you would have at least a subpar season. But, brother, um, that ain't pop. Brother, you ain't a basketball player. You play in a full contact sport. You do that, you're going to be in a wheelchair the rest of your life. And he knows it. He knew see. that the moment the moment he sat down on his own wheel, technically, that's when he knew like I can't play no more. like that was his thing he didn't want it to happen, but that's what happened And oh, boy so no, it small motion, and when it popped it remind me of k d it's like bro k d is getting away because it's not he can not be physical. he can choose not to be physical. you're a quarterback, bro. you know if you get hit again, it's over like your yo your, your life is gonna be altered to get your career,
0: <laughs> not unless you take all your take all your snaps from the shotgun. Yeah, but I'm not counting
2: right. on the the fact, the fact yeah. like you said, father time. Yeah, that don't that don't mix. Uh, that kind of injury with father time,
0: nah. The well, what do you What should they do with their quarterback? What should the Jets do about their quarterback situation? Should they ride it out with um Zach Wilson, or should they try to go in the free agency, see if they can grab some guys out of retirement? What do y'all, what do you what do you, uh, what, what do you feel like they should do, Darnell?
1: Exactly, man. I don't see what's wrong with that.
0: You're bugging if man. you don't see what's wrong.
1: So obviously I see what's
2: wrong, but he's young. Like, you see him, especially in the hard knocks, like, you see ain't nothing wrong with him, but his maturity. Give the kid some time to grow up. Like, when you picked him, you interviewed this young man, you knew what you were getting yourself into, and you expecting him just to rapidly grow. When you know a commitment mimic to these players, you have to actually, like, be honest with yourself, pay attention. Like, they knew this. You could, I, I can see, like, easy. I'm like, bro, he's just young. He picked up pretty well. And I'm thinking, like, okay, especially with, like, Aaron Rodgers being there, he was actually looking better, looking more comfortable. It looked like he was fighting for his job, but he needed it. damn well nothing in this world was going to give him that job. No matter how good he played in the preseason, that was Aaron Rodgers, guy.
0: Hey, bro, your like, audio was, a little out. Oh my bad.
1: You I think you got your phone sitting on something. But yeah, I uh I totally agree with Darnell. Um you 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 take you take a man's thunder when you go and trade like like tell me you believe tell me you don't believe in me without telling me you don't believe in me go get Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> right? And so now, it What's that, that's wrong just how with my... that? What's wrong with that? Bro, there's there's nothing wrong with that, but you mean to tell me, because because I know how these, I don't know, <laughs> but from what we see from speculation, the front office and what happens on the field, sometimes there's no continuity in between the two. So, like Dak Prescott, when, when they got Trey Lance, and they asked and Dak, Dak was like, oh, man, I'm not surprised about anything. Like, bro, you know you pissed. You know you you feel some type of way that they went out and got the young bull. You know you did. You know that this was your organization, your front office saying to you, your time is running out and we need to see results, brother. We need to see results. It's just so, it's just so happened that the Jets were in the market and Rodgers was also in the market. It's like, hey, let's try to see – Just for right now, Zach, we we still believe in you. We still feel like with preparation and more reps, you could be our quarterback of the future. Uh We just try to see what we can go for right now, right? We're just trying to see if we can get some of this low-hanging fruit that's happening right now. You know what I'm saying? We'll still develop you. You know, we'll bring bring him in for you to learn from him as well, right? But y'all thinking that way, but you're not understanding – how Zach like? How, how much thunder you taking out of Zach Wilson? You know how much trial and error he still needs to go through before he can be who he needs to be for you. You go get an Aaron Rodgers, bro. You just cut off that whole trial and error duration of time, and now you are back at square one for real. Jets, you know. I don't think I'm, I'm looking one. at. The, uh, uh. I don't think they're at square
2: one.
0: How long do y'all think Aaron Rodgers is gonna keep playing for the New York Jets? That's what, That's it, the awful thing. To, I as think well. they're back at square one from the sense that Aaron Rodgers puts you in a position with a with a upward probable chance of winning a Super Bowl or getting to the playoffs and making a run. He puts you in that position now. I don't think so. Well, at the, the or at least in the division, or at right? least the division and being because, in but, the playoffs. Because the conversation last year is. Hey, we have a great, solid defense. Boy, if we just had a quarterback,
2: and y'all think yeah. Aaron Rodgers at his age is the answer? After his like, mm-hmm. no so, man. So, so no. you're
0: so, so you're saying so you're saying that you would prefer have Zach if you for one year, right? Let's say coming into this current season, right? Hey, Darnell, you're a GM for the hypotheticals. Your life is on the line. The You need to win the Super Bowl this year. You're telling me with the with the way the team on the New York Jets is constructed, you have to win the Super Bowl this year. You feel like your best chances will be with Zach Wilson over Aaron Rodgers. And we're saying for one year, we're not talking about for a, a three four year project. We're saying for one year, you got one shot. You're taking, you're you taking you saying you prefer Zach Wilson over Aaron Rodgers. My job, I lost my
2: job. Neither one of them get me there. There is no chance of either one but, of them getting but that's, if that's, that's, you that's what I'm thinking already going into. I'm already thinking about the future, bro. I'm being honest. I'm thinking about the future to be honest with you. If we get it if getting getting Aaron Rodgers is more of a Russian roulette, like oh, we, we could get there, but I'm not betting like, hey guys, championship. No, this is a like you said, a move in the right direction. Like the fact of them them keeping Wilson shows you it was it's a maturity step. How many years do y'all really think Aaron Rodgers got left in him? Like, no,
1: no, yeah, now. he doesn't have more than <laughs> one or two. But at least he move. had three. Before he tore something. bro. You don't he's think Aaron physical, Rodgers' skill set? He's a set physical quarterback. He's NFL, not Tom right?
2: He's a physical quarterback. He gets hits. He runs. He's mobile, somewhat of, or used to be. Like this is Aaron Rodgers we're talking about. He's built different than. Than uh, Tom Brady, but Tom Brady is a protected quarterback. He's had hit hits over the years, but nothing compared to Aaron Rodgers. So that's what I'm saying. Like this didn't okay. really surprise me, especially the way it happened. I'm like, he got hit. Like him getting hit on that, like that makes sense. Like, dude, he's fragile. He's older. Like you need to protect the hell out of him. That's one thing they didn't really put into a lot of a lot of regard is his offensive line and making sure they that did he not going any stress. That's what I'm saying. Like I looked at it like. The best thing I looked at, like, this was a two-way plan. You know what? Let's get us in the right direction. Maybe get us to the playoffs. You know, like you said, division, all that good stuff. We go to the Super Bowl, beautiful. But let's get ourselves in the right direction. Aaron says, you know what? I'm done this year. I retire. Wilson has gotten maturity. He's, gotten, he's seen how to win from a front uh, row stance. This is how you win, period. And like I said, he, just like when he in, in, the, in the preseason, everybody thought he was trying to get his job back. He know he ain't get his freaking job back. Aaron Rodgers is here, so I'ma show you what he's been teaching me and 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 what I've learned from this experience. Like I said, I think it's a building moment. Now, is he gonna be successful? It's all on his shoulders. Like he's been put in the position. I think he has a he has a chance of like, it. I feel mm-hmm.
0: like I feel like his. I know it seems a bit it seems a bit of a reach considering he's so young. I personally feel like his career is on the line. Cause this is now your second crack, second bite at the apple. No pun intended. Being in New York,
2: to not mess up, yes.
0: Yeah, to like be great,
2: a... absolutely not. But to not mess up, that's his goal. Not suck. Not have a horrible record. That's the goal for for Wilson this year.
1: I feel like Wait, so. You said his. Okay, I'm sorry.
0: Just not to. Suck. But I don't know. Like, I feel like they need to put points on the board. Like, at this rate, at this rate, literally, Wilson is a walking under on, like, projections of, like, receiving yards. At this rate, if you picked up Wilson for your fantasy football team, you could argue it's a conversation to be had that he's useless if Zach Wilson is behind center. It's not far-fetched. But like, it's a fair conversation to be had. I personally believe with Zach Wilson being behind center. Am
2: well,
0: I, I wrong say, for that? Like, is, do y'all this agree is or not disagree with up. that? I was like,
2: I'm, he can't be spectacular. He just can't mess up. And even though he has a team around, and like the defense, like you said, the defense is wonderful, right? The defense is wonderful, just don't mess up. You'll probably sneak into the playoffs or even right. beat
0: 500. Okay, we give goal. him okay, we give him grace last year because he was a rookie. So the situation goes into all right, just don't mess up. He didn't win the game yesterday. <laughs> he wasn't like he was. He maybe you I don't know. You gonna say he was unprepared or whatever? But like, it didn't look like he turned the corner yesterday. From all he went through last year, it. His skill set didn't look like he turned the corner. From this offseason, this preseason, it didn't look like he turned the corner. Huh. That, that, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, that that what? No, no, I'm just finished. finished. That was. I was gonna say that that touchdown pass he threw, that could have easily been the interception. So let's just start there. Um and yeah, he didn't he didn't win the game. And I know you're saying just don't suck. So yes okay, if we're judging yesterday's game, how would you rank yesterday's game? Would you rate that as him not sucking?
2: I'm not mistaken. Did he throw an interception?
0: Yeah, he threw an interception.
2: A interception, correct, correct? Yeah. I guess a fully healthy defense. He did not suck.
0: If he did this wrong word. If that's fair, wording is important, like I always say. But if you're saying he last night he did not suck and it still took an overtime kick return for them to win, on top of the fact that he was gifted three interceptions off of Josh Allen. Like, come on, bro! Come on, bro!
2: Student mode coming into the game. That's what I think. I think he was in student yeah. mode. Like, like, like. I think he was like, as sad as is. He was like ready to learn from Aaron Rodgers. Like, thank up, you. There we
1: go.
2: Let's get
1: we do. And I don't want to use. That. I'm gonna piggyback, right? I'm gonna piggyback off that and say, yes, bro. Th- what I spoke about the thunder earlier, right? As soon as, as soon as you get win that you was the starter, right? But then they got Aaron Rodgers. First of all, you know you're not the starter no more. So that's for to take some of your thunder, right? Now you have to go in what my brother said, a student mode, because right when he get here, now you're feeling like my development going to actually start. There's nobody on the New York Jet roster who can make me a better quarterback than the guy that they just brought into the organization, (laughs) right? And Rodgers is right? So what if he wasn't teaching you nothing now? And now you thought that you was finna get the quarterback play, the the quarterback book, you know, saying that they all pass around, the greats pass around. You thinking you finna get insight on that. And then you don't, right? And then this guy is letting you know, yo, I'm competing against you, right? To where you like, okay, this nigga competing against me. He ain't trying to work work with me. Let me at least try to show what I got, right? No matter what he was going to show, he was never going to show to be better than Aaron Rodgers. They were always going to praise him. That's what they did. When Aaron Rodgers came in, everybody got down to their knees and was like, is it my turn, right? And Zach Wilson like, well, okay, well, all right, I'll just just be chilling. You know what I'm saying? Y'all let me know y'all need me. Won't be going through no development. Won't be getting the reps that I'm supposed to get because y'all giving them all the air. Okay. I'm chilling. Let's see what you got
0: win. to get me? You know It's a said? win okay. now league, bro. It's a win now league.
1: It it is. And it, it used to be like that, bro. That's why Aaron Rodgers got his shot because he sat behind Brett Favre for so long. Right? But now also Zach Wilson, too, is, this guy goes
0: down. Yeah, but like, like when Darnell talks about like the word suck. And it could be subjective to whomever. Um, you it's like it's a combination of things. Like when you feel like you got a championship capable defense, and then you draft a number one, a first round wide receiver, and then you bring in uh, you got a Breeze Hall, or then you go out and you get a a, a Cook a Dalvin Cook and like you start to it's like yo these I feel like if we get this over here, like we really got a chance at a Super Bowl. We and like complete, that, complete. That, that right and that completely changes that the, the dynamic. You can't tell me if you got a couple players on your team who are fairly young that you could develop. And really develop don't mean they turn into superstars. Develop don't mean you get a high return on your investment. Development don't mean you can nurture them and it's all gonna be A-okay all in the end, and they're gonna turn out to be Pro Bowlers, right? And you in a situation where you feel like you one step away, you're gonna say, Nah, we're gonna just keep developing and you know, slow chipping away, or you're gonna take that leap and be like, oh. We could hop in a in the express lane and get to our destination quicker, potentially. So um, I feel like if there was a highest sense of faith and promise in Zach Wilson, they don't go get Aaron Rodgers. And so I feel like all the all the reason that they want to go get Aaron Rodgers. Spoke to like, hey, we have a we have a legitimate chance at being a Super Bowl contending team, a playoff contending team, and when your team is a contender and you're the sore thumb sticking out, especially at the quarterback position, hey, bro, like we gotta get you out the equation. Like that just is what it is. That just is what it is. Like that's when it turns into the business of the of, the, of all of everything. But yeah. uh, I'm
1: I'm sorry, skill set wise, we'll take Aaron Rodgers over Zach Wilson, and that's pure skill set. I'm not talking about contracts, um, trying to stay under the cap, development, of that. Pure skill set. Who's a better quarterback right now? With a
0: torn Achilles, Aaron Rodgers is still a better quarterback. That's Jesus a big Christ. disrespectful. Jesus, right? Damn Zach. <laughs> That's harsh on Zach Woodson. I will agree,
2: minus the last comment by my dude. He yeah. say, we say um, with an Achilles.
0: Yo, I'm, I, I'm somebody. I'm over, I'm somebody he gets, so over he'll last. beat him sitting down? Yeah, that's tough. But nah, man, I have uh, suffered an Achilles injury twice. Uh, the first time I suffered an Achilles injury, uh, it was completely severed. Uh, then the second time, it was uh, partially torn. Uh, that is, I'm. I don't even hoop like I used to when I did tear my Achilles, and I say I'm maybe like a year or two. When did I tear my Achilles? Like 2017, I want to say, and I'm probably just now back. Granted, I'm not a professional athlete, but I'm like just now back maybe a year or two ago in a mental space where I feel like, oh, I can actually go hoop and not my Achilles not nagging me and you know, and I'm all mentally in my head and so on and so forth. So for Aaron Rodgers, I think that's um obviously with any professional athlete, that's gonna be a tough injury to recover from. But time will tell. I think one thing I will uh really be annoyed by with Aaron Rodgers is, you know, after he had finished his contract with the Packers, it was just like, this is he going to play? Is he going to retire? Is he going to play? Is he going to retire? I'm going to be really annoyed with that considering the circumstance of his injury. It's like, oh, is he going to come back? Is he going to retire? is he gonna... Now at this point, knowing what Aaron Rodgers has going on, all right, you need to try to re- restructure your focus and let's go back into like developing Zach Wilson and not be trying to like hold on you know, by a shoestring of Ann Rogers coming back um at his age with his career, so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, that's wow, that was definitely like 80% of our uh episode tonight. <laughs> but uh let's see if we can get through some of these other topics uh briefly. Cowboys, are they that good? We'll say the best for last. I'll let you go first, Darnell. Them blowing out the Giants 40-0, to is that game a representation of how good the Dallas Cowboys defense is, or is it a representation of just how bad the Giants are?
2: i do one better than that. I'll do it. And this is – I hate I, – I, and I say this. It's only because I've seen this every year, and there's no disrespect, and it'll be very disrespectful. They're shooting themselves in their foot because they're putting their potential to high the Dallas Cowboys. I feel like uh Giants man came in felt like they was going to beat them because they're Dallas and I feel like Dallas had a lot of um social media buildup, a lot of just um uh NFL rumor build up, just being the, the laughing stock in the NFL. They just came in ready to punch them in the mouth and I feel like they punched them too hard. I feel like they should 26-0 would have been a sizable enough win. But 40, I feel like they put themselves back in that position where there's all eyes on the Dallas Cowboys. And with their history, it's it's just not good for the organization. Like, I respect the win. I feel like it was by far not the smartest thing they could have done right now, man. So I feel like uh, to kind of like, I guess, give a little bit more of a solid, solid answer, I feel like, it was the Dallas Cowboys offense being too good, to be honest. Well, both sides being too good. It was Dallas being too good. So it was, I was thinking, more – I so the it Giants more... played that bad. I feel like the Giants, the Dallas was just that damn good.
0: Okay, and more so about Dallas than the Giants. Okay. The floor is yours. <laughs> My I apologize, God, bro. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, no, you're good, brother. I, I – I, I just got to do like a simple correction. You didn't say anything too wrong, but you said towards the organization. And let me be frank, bro. there'll never be a more prestige organization than the Dallas Cowboys. It just, you just can't do it. And at at this point, Jerry Jones just signed a 1 billion deal with blockchain.com. So as far as the organization goes, football ain't got nothing to do with the organization. But I just, because you said the organization instead of the football team. Now, as it pertains this, to this the no football point. team, I, be, I I have to agree with you halfway because I did not see nothing out of the offense. Sorry. I didn't see nothing spectacular, nothing that screams we're finna run through the league, right? But on the defensive side of the ball, everybody better be on notice. Everybody better be on notice on the defensive side of the ball. Now, what, hap- what happened to happen with the Cowboys is the, the Giants imploded as well. So with the Giants imploding and the defense being as spectacular as it is, they just handed the offense a game. If you let me tell it, the defense won that entire game. Dak Prescott, uh, Tyler Beadish, Zach Martin was Zach Martin. He ain't always be Zach Martin. Tyler, ty- uh, that boy Tyron Smith on the left side Tony Pollard was not impressed. They didn't give Deuce Vaughn nothing. They didn't have nothing set up for Deuce Vaughn. They used Kevon Turpin. He's too small eventually. He's not going to be able – they're going to figure out a way to stop all that swing-out stuff. You're going to need somebody. And I was missing Zeke um, Sunday. I I, I had to be honest. I was missing Zeke because there was times where Zeke would get that push. They were stopping Tony Pollard in his tracks. And I'm like, see, I knew that this was going to happen when you – Put everything in the, top, the Tony Pollard basket. That's exactly what happened. Now we have no third down, no dependable third and down. And Pollard back.
0: coming off of a knee injury last year as well. Exactly, bro. So y'all
1: do this running back by committee thing, and half of them are blocking for Dak, right? The O line, they the O line did okay. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. The O-line did what the Cowboys' O-line is always done. The reason why I said it's okay, because I've seen them do way better. When we had DeMarco Murray, that O-line was, you couldn't fuck with us. Sorry, excuse the language. Audience, I apologize. But I think it's both. I say it's both. I say it's the Giants being one of the worst teams in the league, like, like they've been recently. That's been trending. And the Cowboys' defense had an upgrade over off season. We 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 got some guys right, but on the offensive side of the ball, I am still very much worried, scared. I'm, I'm I'm low key terrified, bro, because I didn't see anything from them that says if we are to meet Kansas City later on, that well, oh, wait, no, well we have to play Kansas City
0: Giants.
1: You mean no? No 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 no. Because no. I say I see Kansas City in the Super Bowl already again, right? Even with them losing, even with them losing to the Lions, I, I still, you know, and Travis Kelsey didn't play, you know, Chris Jones didn't play. So let, let let's be honest about that. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But right now, bro, I didn't see enough from the offense to look at Jalen Hurts and them boys over there in New England, see what they do, and be like, oh, okay, we're gonna still be able to. Because Jalen Hurts is going to give our defense some headaches, right? Dak, are you going to play complimentary football to our defense now? I still don't believe in it. So I say both. I say both the Giants, both about the Giants sucking, and the Cowboys' defense because we, I still think the old side of the ball is non existent. I'm sorry. Even with CD Lamb, even with Brandon Cook, even with Ferguson and Michael Gallup. I'm like, whew. we'll see. Gonna beat the Jets next week, I'll tell you that much. But after that, the first test is gonna be the Eagles. I was looking at the schedule, and I think the first test, the first real test, is gonna be the Eagles. It's gonna be just like last year. Cowboys gonna go like four, five, and all. And as soon as they play a real team, (laughs) promise. So, so yeah, I agree with you, darn that 40 piece will make Dak Prescott, who should not feel the see, Michael Parsons can feel like 40 piece, be pleased. Dak. Can't feel that way, and Dak will go into the rest of these weeks feeling that way, and we'll see who he truly is.
0: It sounds like you're subscribing to the Stephen A. Smith metric of they'll always hype you up just to let you down. No, the defense is for real. It's just the offense gets
1: hidden. You know, the you defense.
0: you feared you fear down the road, like you say, when y'all have to face. A real team when y'all do come face to face with y'all first real test, you feel like no matter what the defense is, the offense is going to undercut it at some point.
1: Mike, I see it now. I see Michael Parsons like playing a damn good game and them still losing and him just looking at Dak like I leave. <laughs> like I leave. <laughs> like if they keep, leave. you know what I mean? Like, they leave. And I don't, Lord, Lord, co- Lord, Cowboy God, please get that gone before Micah is gone, please.
0: <laughs> cowboy God, hey, <laughs> I mean, that's the title of the podcast, eh? Cowboy. But like there's only one guy <laughs> in
1: football,
2: and it, I think it is a Cowboy
0: God. I ain't going to pray, Cowboy God.
1: Oh. No, no, because y'all got y'all as the Texas God, the Bengals God. No, 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 no. the
0: God. The
2: way y'all be looking in the. I'm just a a basketball. I'm just a
0: basketball gods, football gods, betting gods, (laughs) under gods. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Chiefs Chiefs lose twenty one to twenty versus the Lions. Opening week of the NFL was their loss. I'm gonna come back to you, Sedacious, because I kind of want you to share your your POV, Darnell, that you shared with me.
1: Hold on, bro. I got I got a host real quick. We need to hear your take
0: on the Giants and the Cowboys. I mean, I want the Cowboys to keep doing what they're doing because I got them on my fantasy team, so I want the defense to keep doing what they're doing. Me personally, Can you say more about the Giants or, or the Cowboys. One. I will say it was more about Dallas's defense because they put with the turnovers, they put the offense in situations where they did excellent field position. So to start off a drive, let's see how you're going to come out and cook up that so on and so forth. Right. So I would say that it has everything to do with. Everything to do with Dallas' defense. Everything to do with Dallas' defense. Because if you look at some of those turnovers, those turnovers were not necessarily rooted in the New York Giants shooting themselves in the foot. Those are just great plays made. Yeah, those are like deliberate, intentional plays that the Dallas Cowboys' defense was making. So I would say it's all about the Dallas Cowboys' defense. Um. Moving but, on, <laughs> moving on. Chiefs, they <laughs> lost twenty-one to twenty against the Lions. Sedacious. With the Chiefs losing this game, do you feel like this was more about them not having Travis Kelsey? Was this more about them not having their offensive coordinator and Eric B. Enemy? Considering uh, in the second half they went zero for seven on third downs. Or do you feel like this is just a matter of certain guys on the team, i.e., Kadarius Tony or whoever the receiver may have been for certain, uh, certain plays being targeted didn't step up.
1: Yeah, I believe it's all the Chiefs. I feel like the only the only reason they lost that game by one point is because them not having their superstar tight end, them not having their superstar defensive lineman, and and one of the role players needing to step up, right? Because everybody mad at Kadarius Tony. And I'm like, nigga, he's a role player. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't supposed to be dedicated three balls like that. Like, you know what I mean? So, I mean, because what? McCartney was just in his spot. You know what I mean? So he just bumped up and it's like, y'all put all the lights on him. So I think it's a combination of all of those things. Uh, and and also Eric B me as well because they they plays this didn't look as dynamic as they used to and then again I thought to myself that could be because Travis Kelsey not taking half the defense over this way <laughs> somebody to, you know
0: say right somebody right. to come around around or, or, or they could play or something they could like play, play honest on everybody yeah yeah yeah
1: so I feel like it was like. It was a relief. Everybody got on Mike Tarico because he was like, well, it's a win, but it's like, whatever, because they don't have Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey. And people got mad about that, but it's like, that's the truth, bro. You are yeah. really going to feel like, if y'all meet them later in the season, that when they have Travis Kelsey and a terror of Chris Jones, because Chris Jones is a goddamn terror, bro. I'm sorry. If you had he's your like pick, worn, he's like Yeah,
0: yo, if you had your pick, you would say, if you had your pick on whether or not the Chiefs could play with or without Travis Kelsey or and or Chris Jones, you're going to say without him. Take him out. <laughs> we'll play, y'all. <laughs> right. right. Y'all going to be like, yeah, yeah, so so
1: they not playing again this week? That's Y'all going to be excited about that. But Because the, the scouting report is going to look different, bro. Your scouting report, the offensive scouting report didn't have Chris Jones on the board. The defensive scouting report didn't have Travis Kelsey on the board. Whew. We gonna go ball, ain't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, y'all finna look
0: y'all could beat on the defending champions for real. But yeah, considering they lost by one, there were plays down the stretch. Um you're trying to get in a field goal range, the balls that were just not caught. So we could this conversation could also easily have been, wow, Patrick did it without Travis Kelsey. Um, but it always Patrick. Let's be honest, I didn't that in score if they
1: have both their superstars. Are, are you? Are the Lions really going to be that close in score without those two superstars? I and, do not. Is Jared Goff <laughs> going to be that comfortable without the defensive lineman? I don't believe so.
0: And that is where, ladies and gentlemen, we bring in Black Peace to share his thoughts on the Detroit Lions this upcoming football season.
2: Thank you, because I was building up to y'all. Were definitely building up. Uh, first and foremost, perfect segue. Um, thank you. Thank I'm not you, mistaken. Thank you. He, he led the. He Jared Goff. Does not get enough credit. I feel like he's a top 10 quarterback. Top 10 quarterback. Not based off of, like, can you get the win, but at the, more of skill set. I feel like a lot of the issues the Lions run into, personnel. And, and you know, that's not playing on the field. So, therefore, I don't think it's the the, the players' issues. I think it's more a personnel issue to where Golf is a good quarterback. I'm not mistaken. He led in passing. I think – he only had like six or five picks last year. Like the 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 stats are there for, for Jerry Goff. So with that being mm-hmm. said, I feel like he actually could have caught, caught up with him. Now, can he have that killer instinct? Uh now that's that's a little bit that's I'm not doing that. But I'm definitely saying, can he keep up in the score? Yeah, absolutely. I think push to the challenge, yes, he can. He's done it all last year. And I think he's gonna do it this year. Um
0: but golf. Real quick, golf threw for over forty four hundred thousand, forty four hundred thousand. <laughs> golf through for over forty four hundred passing yards, had twenty nine touchdowns, and only seven interceptions last year. Last time
2: I checked, that's beautiful numbers for a quarterback. What was his QB rating? Ninety nine point three. Come on, man. Now. At the end of the day, you have bigger names. You have more impressive players, more flashier players, better teams. Of course, you're going to get lost in the mix. But at the end of the day, he's, he's definitely a competitor. You know, I didn't count them out in this game to begin with. Now, like I said, I felt like they were going to win because of the key factors of Jones and Kelsey being out. Of course, I put it more in their favor. They did play close loss, maybe about three points, three-point spread. That's what I think. But to to uh to, to, to kind of focus in on the major thing of that night, which is, you know, who who gets the blame. Like and this isn't like brutally done, but I blame uh I blame Mahomes, believe it or not. Talent as he is, great as he is. And this is not saying that, you know, this is like a big blemish on his career. It's just like a lot of factors were put into this this situation that he already knew. He knew Tony came off of surgery. He knew he missed uh training camp. He knew at the end of the day, like he already he hasn't had much chemistry since he's gotten signed to the team. So therefore, it's like, bro, you trying to make you know game winning plays is, is a stretch. Plus, after your third drop and one of those drops being interception, you as a quarterback have to make a decision as in like, okay, I need to make it to find another primary receiver. I ain't to talk to my coach, especially with the fact of it that that pick that that drop happening in the first half. They should already had a game plan for the next drop. Hey, okay, drop number four. All right. Primary receiver is not going to be him. He's out. You can be on the floor as a um, as a decoy, but we don't really need you right now, Tony. It's not you right now. It's fine. We're a team. Let's put you on the back burner, and let's find somebody else to, to step up. That's what I feel like Mahomes should have did. But instead, you know, I feel like he felt he, he he got a little too cocky, and he said, you know what, I'm going to make you a star. And at the end of the day, man, like training cap counts. Uh, being healthy counts reps with your quarterback counts. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think he had that much of an impact in the in, in the super bowl, other than that dramatic and courageous punt return. I don't think he had that many receiving receiving yards. Uh, Tony, if you don't mind checking that, my brother, I know you're so great at that, and we always appreciate that. I no, 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 respect like, the game podcast. That's true. And, and, that's
1: and true that's the
2: I'm handing it off. Go ahead. Go yeah, Kadarius Tony is
1: a special, special teams weapon. I just – I get where you're at, bro, about – but I feel like that's asking Patrick Mahomes to be a coach, not the quarterback believing in his teammates time after time after time, failure after, failure after failure after failure. I feel like if 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 he gave him three opportunities and he squandered all three opportunities, you can't be mad at the person who gave the opportunities cuz he, cause he be- believed in the man you believed in him two more times than you should have you know <laughs> six
0: kadarius tony said so like lost. yo kadarius tony had one reception for one yard with five targets five brother
2: that's a lot now for three i get three i i i, I will vouch for three you know, you have your, your mess up always oh, at the beginning of the season. You have your next one where it's like, okay, you're kind you're of making me nervous. You even have your third one where it's like, okay, guys, snap the hell out of it. But on that fourth one, we need to really start saying, like, you're not the guy.
0: Yeah, have the,
2: the time to depend on you.
0: After the game, he deleted his Twitter account and so on and so forth, but then proceeded to troll the Giants who he used to play for after they lost 40-0. to Kadarius okay, Tony that is.
1: Yeah, I, I, and I hate to bite Shannon Sharp, pulse, um, but it's like that's 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 weak. Hey yo, that's 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 girls. Like, come on, bro. Like, hey, I mean, come on, bro. Like, you what? You you, you, you arguably cost your, your team the first first win of the season. Like you, on you, you know what I mean? You, my man, nobody else, you. Uncle Sam, Dude. Uncle Sam time, only you. <laughs> and
2: then Bear. the Giants,
1: they lost collectively, you sorry, know what I'm saying?
2: Bear.
1: And then you, come on, bro, like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. It's like, and you know you're without Travis Kelsey, and you know you're without Chris Jones. You know, hey. Spotlight like to to you, my man. You know what I'm saying? We're coming to you, right? We we paid you, and you let us down five times. I'm sorry. I mean, respectfully, we have to disagree, Darnell. That Patrick Mahomes does he? So what we do? Remember how we used to do the the blame rate? You know what I mean? Patrick Mahomes' blame rate is probably at like a three. And let's but not Canary forget Tony's the thing- blame rate is-
0: Let's not forget the fact that this drop led to a pick six. It's not in a- the
1: first half, bro.
0: Those drops, where are those drops
1: could have got them in field goal range to win the game. Yes, Lord. Yes, but
2: how many times do you depend on one person? Even I get how he may have been open. Oh, it's like you gotta start figuring out another way. But I to I, I, be great. You can't just keep feeding the bad option. He lost his <laughs> chance. You gave him, like you said, three chances at the end of the game. Like that's just horrendous. Like, like what are you trying to prove? Like Pat. Like I'm not trying to say you just horrible. I just felt like that was just like your are probably I mean, the
0: best of you. You trying nah, to make a hero out of nothing. I don't think he was trying to make him a hero. I think that's just what presented itself to be the best option to throw the ball to. Hey, and Tony just, just kept it. selling. He just kept selling. I don't think Mahomes is throwing him the ball with with the intention or the mindset to be like, yo, I'm just to make you a starter night. It's just like, yo, this is the best option. You're steady open. For whatever reason, you're constantly open. Hey, they call this play call. You're my first read. Oh, maybe my first read is gone. But, oh, you just so happen to be the second option on the read. But you keep dropping the ball. You don't think after
2: the third drop that the defense coordinators are definitely telling them, lack off of Tony, we'll take one. At some point, like that wasn't oh. the part of the plan. At some point, like all right, all I, right. like <laughs> for him. Let's go lock everybody else down to figure something else out. To where, like mm-hmm. I, right, like take him out, throw it to the running back at this point. Create a screen, receiver screen, something easy. Like I understand what they're doing is figuring out how to stop everybody else. But Andy Reid, come on, dog. You've been in this position with To at some points where like, okay, To is locked out. You got to figure out somebody else to get involved, and you game and everybody else is sometimes okay. We know they were great, but you know how you know how the balance goes. It's like, all right, we need to make this work. This is the time to shine. And I feel like yeah, like, come on, figure out, figure it out.
1: Like he had a Westbrook. So you're right. I mean, <laughs> Darnell, I agree with you on the sentiment of making the adjustment. It's just like I said, I feel like at that point you're asking Patrick to do the coach's job and instead of be the fearless leader that we know him to be. and Because, bro, if it was you, if you was a quarterback and you did that, I'm not going to, like, after your game, be like, yeah, bro, why you kept throwing it to that nigga? You know what I mean? I'm going to be like, yo, bro, you're the best quarterback. You're still that guy. And I understand that you was trying to be a good teammate. And if he's going to be open, he opened. I understand what you say. Okay.
0: I understand where you're coming from, Donnell. It's like playing basketball. After a certain point, if dude steady open and he missing a shot, your mind does start to like wane and be like, I, "I probably should shoot this this time." Even though you dude, are like,
2: missing the shot is honestly should be smart enough to be like, "I get it, <laughs> right, <laughs> like, I get it. Right. I'm I'm not hurt. I'm proving <laughs> you that I'm not ready. Thank you for stepping up and taking the responsibility off of me at this point." Like that's what, like that's what I'm looking at, and it's like, if it was any fault in the passes that Patrick was throwing, then I could see like, okay, like keep throwing it to him, Pat. Like you're a little off, dude. You're throwing it in his belly. You're throwing it right <laughs> in, where his, he needs in his in
0: his sternum.
2: <laughs> and, it's, and that, th- that should have been a sign, like okay, you're still a little thrown off from your injury. You're mentally messed up from your injury. This has in nothing a, to do with it. In the heat of battle, I don't
0: think he processing it. I think he trusting him to be a professional
2: like and and All at right. the end of the day, like you have to understand not everybody's on the same wavelength. There are players that could be professional and suck it up and you know be honest and transparent about the injuries. And then you have cocky jerks that wanna say, I'm the man, I do this, I do that, I have a certain persona, and I'm gonna live up to it. So if I if the doctor say I can go knowing that I'm not ready, shoot, I'm gonna go. Knowing half those passes, he was thinking about his leg. Yeah. And that's why you do it. like, oh, my leg wasn't bothering me. Like, like he don't want to say it. he got too much
1: and, pride. It sounds, and it sounds like, bro, you said saying Kaderis Tony is on the wrong team because this is the next man up type of team. Every next man up in the last two or three years has gotten them to where they got two Super Bowls within the last four or five years. Like, with the next man up attitude, right? Even with Tariq gone, right? McCole Hartman gone. This just this next man up, he ain't ready to be the next man up. And that. And it is what it is. You can say that McCole Hartman and Isaiah Pacheco and Tariq Hill, all of them had Travis Kelsey to kind of be able to allow them to do whatever. But you know you ain't got no Travis Kelsey. You know your defense ain't going to be able to provide pressure like that. You got to help Patrick Mahomes some kind of way, bro. But, again, I also agree not with Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid or somebody – On that sideline, should have said, okay, Isaiah, you playing receiver for the rest of this game. Um, Clyde, Clyde, you in the backfield for the rest of the game. And this is how we're going to have to Swiss Army knife this thing out until we can get this dug. But that one pass that he dropped, it literally hit him in his hands and went this way. And they would have been in field goal range to win that game. I'm like, that, that... Stevie Wonder would have caught
0: that. Nah, that's tough. Um... Yeah, but that ultimately, like I say, resulted in the Chiefs losing 21-20. Getting ready to wrap up the show here. Uh, I'm going to just run off some stats just for y'all to um, hear, uh, as well as for our listeners and viewers who may not be up on it. But uh, talking about franchise starters, uh, making a debut, young quarterback, some guys second-year players, some guys four-year players, some guys uh, rookies. Bryce Young, number one overall, Jared Pick, week one versus the Atlanta Falcons, loses 24 to 10. Bryce goes 20 for 38 for 146. One touchdown and two interceptions. CJ Stroud for the Texans going up against the Rams, loses 25 to 9. Stroud, that is highly promising. I'm Ravens. interested. Ravens, I said Browns. You said Browns or the Rams, wanted to. I'm sorry. I said I said Rams. I meant to say Ravens. Thank you, CJ Stroud, going up against the Ravens, losing 25 to nine, throwing 28 for 44 passes, uh, throws for 240, excuse me throws for 242 passing yards with zero interceptions and zero touchdowns. That's promising. I mean, you didn't throw a touchdown, but you also didn't get a ball up. I can I can appreciate that. I think there there's upside in that. Um, Jordan Love. The Jordan Love era has begun now that Aaron Rodgers is gone. Jordan Love and Green Bay, who came up, was drafted by the Packers, obviously, but took him some time to finally get to where he is now because Aaron Rodgers was, uh, you know, taking his time on whether or not he wants to move on from the organization. But Jordan Love makes his uh, starting debut, beginning the Jordan Love era versus the Bears. Jordan Love wins 38-20. to Throwing 15 for 27 with three touchdowns and 245 passing yards and no interceptions. Jordan Love was going up against two-year, two-year starting quarterback Justin Fields, who uh loses to the Packers 38 to 20. Justin Fields throws for 216 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and goes 24 for 37 with his completions. He also has nine carries for 59 yards. A lot of people are expecting Justin Fields to have, you know, a big breakout. Maybe you can't just reduce it down to one game. Obviously, people was expecting to see high upside. Um, opening week now that he has a DJ Moore, who they traded for, but DJ Moore only had two catches for 25 yards one could say that's that uh jair alexander effect um whereas our brother sean hard isn't with us tonight however if you're looking or anticipating and wanting to hear some bits i i don't we'll probably still get a prop out even though it's not being talked about here on the podcast because again with sean hard being out but something to look at is whatever receivers are having to go up against the packers defense if you have a lackluster, below-average, sub-poor quarterback going up against the Green Bay Packers, find that number one receiver who likely Jair Alexander will be following and shadowing, and it may be of good profit to take their under. Something to think about. Um, This week, the Green Bay Packers are going up against the Atlanta Falcons. And so we'll definitely be looking at Drake London's under in that situation. Uh, yeah, so those are some of the young uh, up-and-coming franchise starting quarterbacks in the league, their debuts uh, week one. Uh, also top performers in the NFL, Tyreek Hill. I know Darnell is happy. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions, 215 yards for two touchdowns and also a total of 15 targets. He had a day. Uh, McCaffrey, 22 carries for 152 rushing yards with one touchdown. Um, and I think the guys who stole the show, also shout out to Xavier Gibson, who scores the game-winning touchdown in overtime to beat the Buffalo Bills, a guy out of uh Stephen F. Austin old 59, straight 59 North old Nacogdoze, Nacogdoches. Oh, Nacogdoches. Yeah, you know, so right, John, got- about- <laughs> Shout out to everybody listening. Nick to- East to- Texas. you hear me shout out to everybody listening to us from East Texas, man, um shout out to those people out there SFA. Triple salute to Xavier Gibson having a breakout performance, a big time moment with the 65-yard punt return to win the game in overtime against the Buffalo Bills. However, man have to pay ultimate respect to his teammate and Jordan Whitehead, who had three interceptions off of Josh Allen in one game. Again, Jordan Whitehead, three interceptions in one game. That is a tremendous feat. Um, the last time that was done, I believe, well, no, I've I, I forget the stat of the last time it was done. However, there has been games where, rece- where defensive backs have caught four interceptions in one game. And that sounds crazy within itself. And the last person to catch four interceptions in one game was uh D'Angelo Hall, uh, who did it. And so no, he was with the uh he was with the uh Red the commanders. He was with the Commanders, <laughs> the Red Commanders, the Red Commanders <laughs> with the Red Commanders, right, 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 right. Before I get canceled, <laughs> Red Commanders. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So yeah, again, Jordan Whitehead three inter- three interceptions in one in one game against the Buffalo Bills. That's a feat that is not done often. Here's the stats that I was looking for. Yeah, so D'Angelo Hall is the last player to record four interceptions in one game. But overall, throughout the course of the NFL history, there have been a total of 12 to 13 players who've recorded four touchdowns in one game. Um, So this is just a cool stat because not every day you get to hear about a player recording three interceptions in one game and let alone four. So triple salute to D'Angelo Jordan Whitehead, and he also it was it was an incentive. Out. It was an incentive for him to, throughout the course of the year, I guess, record three interceptions in the season, which would give him a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar plus bonus incentive. And he cleared that in one game. So, dollar dollar bill, y'all. Right. <laughs> so yeah, man. Right. It's and, like wow. I about
1: three already. So.
0: I I get another two hundred fifty. Right, right, right. So, yeah, man, Uh, those are some of the big-time performances. Also, too, I guess you can call it the lower third news. May not necessarily going into high detail about it, but just some uh for y'all to be up on. Again, we talked about it throughout the podcast. Chris Jones signs a one-year deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. J.K. Dobbins running back for the Baltimore mm-hmm. Ravens. He's out with the torn Achilles. Uh, triple salute, a win two and counting. They've already surpassed their, their um, their win total from last year. That being just one game. Colorado improves to two and zero, defeating Nebraska. Shout out to Coach Prime. And right now, keep your eyes out in the off season for basketball with the Houston Rockets, as Kevin Porter has been arrested for an alleged assault on his um girlfriend. Um, so. That's just some of the news that's going on currently right She's now. A former WNBA player. Yes, she was. Yeah, she was a former former or current, but yeah, she did play in the NBA, the WNBA. Um. So, yeah, that is your lower third news. Gave you some top performers before we get ready to sign out again. As always, we don't take it for granted y'all listening to us. Make sure you follow me at EmacStack, Sedacious at I am sedacious, Black Peace at Black Peace. Make sure you follow, follow Sean Hart Izzo at Sean Hart Izzo. We will, I'm expecting Sean Hart Izzo to have some picks, so be on the lookout for that. Gary Wilson went under on his targets as well as his receiving yards. But again, that is because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. I believe that's a great pick if Aaron Rodgers doesn't get hurt. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't tor- tear his Achilles, a strong, high probable probable chance that Garrett Wilson goes over on his passing yard, his receiving yards as well as his targets. So yeah. Um unfortunate beat. Good read. Unfortunate results. We move, we're going to charge to the game. We're going to respect the game. We're going to keep pushing. So, still stay on the lookout for Shine Hard Izzo surgical picks coming this week for week two of the NFL. Thank y'all for listening to us. We don't take it for granted. We will see you, beautiful people, next week.